you know, I feel like uh, even on my very first appearance on uh, Late Night, mm-hmm. and I wasn't doing We're Having a Good Time as a thing, but I was beginning to. And at one point on the show, I told a joke. I don't think it went that well. And I said, we're having a good time. And that's where it came from. I mean, it, it did come from, you know, if a joke bombed, I just say, we're having a good time and I move on. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, hey. Hello, this is the Hits 96 Podcast. Gino D here with you. And on this week's episode, we're featuring a very funny man, comedian Dusty Slay. He has a brand new hour-long special that you can currently watch on Netflix. It's called Working Man. He's also part of the Nate Bargatze podcast, Nate Land. He's done a few shows here in Chattanooga. In fact, he was just here this past November. I saw him live. He's outstanding. And we talk all about comedy and so much more, plus, of course, his new special and his tour that he's on called The Night Shift Tour. We talk about all things comedy, including what's on his comedy bucket list and what would he be doing for a living if comedy didn't work out. Is an interesting answer for us, actually. So stick around. We're going to hear from our proud sponsors, Journey Hemp. Make sure you check them out as well, journey-hemp.com. They also have a location in the North Shore and in St. Elmo. We're going to hear a word from them. And then my interview with Dusty Slay. Keep listening. Journey on the River and Journey Hemp offers a wide range of high-quality, 50-state legal products. They have everything from tinctures and hemp flour to vaping products and edibles. Speaking of edibles, they have a delicious selection of gummies, brownies, infused slushies, and infused drinks. And if you're in need of smoking accessories, they've got you covered with a full line of options. But it's not just the products that make Journey Hemp special. Their staff is incredibly knowledgeable and friendly, ensuring that you have a great experience every time you visit. Plus, they're open seven days a week, so you can stop by whenever it's convenient for you. They even have a loyalty program to reward you for your continued support, with two locations to better serve you, on the North Shore, next to the Walking Bridge, and in St. Elmo. So why wait? Your journey to wellness and relaxation starts there, at Journey on the River and Journey Hemp in St. Elmo. Hits 96, Chattanooga's number one hit music station. Gino D here with you. And join me once again, very funny man. Now has his own one-hour Netflix stand-up special called Working Man. I'd like to welcome back to the show, Dusty Slay. How we doing, Dusty? All right. We're having a good time. We absolutely are. Dusty, thank you so much. You were just in Chattanooga this past November. Um, we did a show at the Walker Theater. I was there. It was fantastic. Very, very good. And you have been on the show a couple times. I mentioned you've been on the show uh, once before. You came in when you were going to do that Walker Theater show. I think it was in the uh, springtime you joined us to talk about the show. Uh, Before that, it was when you were opening up at the Comedy Catch. So we've had a couple of uh, different chapters here of this conversation. I appreciate you coming back each time. And I am so excited. Congratulations on the Netflix special. It's finally here. You've You've been talking about this last few interviews. You've said this is my goal. Yeah, well, um, yeah, I mean, well, you know, I knew I was filming a special, but Mm -hmm. I just didn't know if it would end up being a Netflix special or not. So, and it did happen. And, um, you know, I never like to say things like dream come true, but, you know, uh, Netflix is where you want to be. I mean, that's where you want your stand-up special to land. So, uh, yeah, it feels good. I mean, I I, I feel like a goal accomplished. I mean, it's like... (laughs) 
You know, I mean, it's like when you start out, you know, it's like when I started doing comedy, Netflix wasn't even a thing. But it's like you want that equivalent to an HBO special. And that's what Netflix is now. I mean, Netflix is, you know, I grew up in the 90s. So the 90s was the HBO special. Mm -hmm. And it's the equivalent. And, um, you know, I got a Netflix half hour in 2021. And that feels like the equivalent to the Comedy Central half hour presents. Uh, and now, you know, I've essentially got my HBO special with, with Netflix and it, it feels great. You know, and it should. No, absolutely. I agree. And I grew up the same time period, so I can definitely see that correlation. And, and you're right. That's kind of the, how it worked. And uh, we talked about the 2021 season three of the standups that you are featured on that people should still check out, of course. But now it's uh, Working Man, which is the full hour special. You're also now currently on the Night Shift Tour, which is fantastic. I think the closest you'll be to us uh, this time around will be in March. People will be able to go see you in Atlanta. We like to venture out that way to uh, especially see some comedy. Um, so... How have things changed now? You got the special's been out. You're still obviously touring and doing some things. Uh, what has the feedback been like when it comes to Working Man being on Netflix and now having mass appeal? Well, feedback has been great. I mean, it's it's been really good. I mean, I've heard nothing but good things. I mean, once in a while, somebody comments negatively. One guy said it, it wasn't funny, and then I went to his Instagram, and he had just had brain surgery. You know, so I'm like, <laughs> well, I don't know that I can trust your opinion right now. You know, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, but it's like, uh, yeah, it's mostly all good, and I'm very excited. I mean, nothing's changed for me. I got a full new hour, so if you watch the, the special and then come see me live, uh, it'll be, you know, a full new special. Okay. I don't know how different it is from when I was in Chattanooga recently, but it's, it's tightened up, and there's a lot of it that is, that is better mm -hmm. than when I was there. But, I mean, that is the hour that I was working on. But who knows, by the time I'm in Atlanta – a lot of changes could have happened to that set. Um, but I hope that I'll be back in Chattanooga, you know, sometime this year. I oh. mean, I love Chattanooga. It's close to me here in Nashville. Right. And uh, I love coming there. It's a fun city. Matter of fact, I've been going to Chattanooga my whole life. We used to go, uh, you know, they used to be our tourist spot. We used sure. to, you know, do the aquarium, do Lookout Mountain, do Fat Man Squeeze, as they called it back in the day. You know, I don't know if it's still there, but oh, I remember. Oh, it's still there. Oh, yeah, it's still there. Yeah. You nailed it. Yeah, no, we love having you as, as well. And uh, I remember, like I said, I was at the show in November at the Walker Theater, which was fantastic. We still have some bigger theaters that you can hit out here, so there's still plenty of uh, room for those Dusty dusty fans to come in. You get Memorial Auditorium, which is right there with the Walker, and uh, other venues. So, yeah, you have to come on back for sure. Yeah, well, I, I love it there. I mean, you know, it's one of the bummers about getting bigger is that you uh, lose, uh, like, it's like, I love the Comedy Catch there mm -hmm. in Chattanooga. I yes. love that club. And so I'm like, yeah, of course I want to do theaters. Of course I want to do bigger venues. But I'm like, I also want to do the clubs that I really like. And that's such a fun club. But uh, that's that's how it goes. Right. Right, exactly. And I think you could probably venture back once in a while, maybe not announce it, but just kind of work on new new material here and there if you ever wanted to get into any of these clubs. Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. they, I'm sure they would let me back Why in. Not? I'm still friends with them. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I noticed that you were on The Tonight Show, of course, uh, promoting your Netflix special with Jimmy Fallon. I know you've been on uh, previous times, but how was it this most recent? Uh, this most recent time was so fun. You know, it's like this is my fourth time doing it. So mm -hmm. I finally uh, feel like I'm, I'm able to do The Tonight Show without – uh, being over the top nervous. I mean, this is the first time that I actually got to be like, you know what? I feel good. I feel comfortable. I feel like I, at this point I started to know people that work on the tonight show. So it's like, Hey, good to see you again. Yeah. Sort of thing to where I'm like, 
now I feel good. I feel like I belong. I'm like, I'm a regular here now. And, it, and, and that feels good. No, and you, I think I can see that too over the performances. If you watch them, uh, you know, on YouTube and everything's posted up, and we'll throw some videos up on our website too, so people can check them out if they haven't yet. Um, but it's nice to kind of see because I think you are finding your comfortability being there on on the big stage, as they say. Uh, you're always having a good time. Uh, for people that don't know, that's kind of your your catchphrase, if you will. Let's talk about the origins of doing that. We've talked about that in the past. You always like to you don't want to leave it up to the audience. You want to let them know that they're having a good time. But do you remember the first time that you actually kind of stated those words? and it became a thing um you know uh, I, you know i feel like uh even on my very first appearance on a uh, late night i did jimmy kimmel mm-hmm. and i wasn't doing we're having a good time as a thing but i was beginning to and at one point on the show i told a joke i don't think it went that well and i said we're having a good time <laughs> uh and that's where it came from. I mean, it, it did come from, you know, if a joke bombed, I just say, we're having a good time and I move on, you mm-hmm. know? And it's like, that's where those things kind of come from. Even now it's like, I just saw a guy, he, he, he was on a, he's on like a worship leader at a church and he was trying to tell some joke and then nobody laughed. And he did, you know, he's a fan of mine mm-hmm. and he did the, he goes, well, we're having a good time. And it works in all those settings where it's like, you bomb and you like you realize it's bombed and you just go. You just admit defeat and yep. just get right out of there. Uh, I, I, I'd be lying if I said I haven't done it on the radio, Dusty. I've used it a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> just let everyone know. You're thanks for listening. You're having a good time. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, and I just think that you know once I realized that that was working in that way, uh, I just kept doing it, mm-hmm. and uh, and now I'm like. I don't know. It's my favorite thing. I said on the special and I've been saying it live. I say, I do that joke. And then I go, yes, I will do that joke the rest of my life. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it works. It, it really does. And then obviously you're tipping your hat, you're touching your nose. You kind of have all your little, your little ticks that you do on stage. In fact, at the Chattanooga show back in November, you kind of made a big deal of those uh, ticks constantly waving and everything else. It's kind of a signal like, okay, we're moving on to the next joke. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the uh, I develop more ticks each time I do comedy. <laughs> um, obviously, Working Man, Working Man is the title of the Netflix special that people should go and run to their televisions to go check out. Uh, you have quite the job history. Last time you were on, talking about uh, selling uh, pesticides and things of that nature. I know you've done uh, waiting tables and. What would be your job, Dusty? What do you think? If you never found comedy, would you have stayed in that line of work with selling pesticides? Or what do you think you'd be doing if, if comedy didn't happen? I mean, it's possible that I would have worked my way up in the company. Um, but, you know, when I quit that job in order to pursue comedy, you know, I would do various other things. And one of those things was I would host trivia. And I think that I could make a career out of being a trivia host, you know, because you just go to these bars and, you know, I know it's still in the entertainment world, so maybe it's kind of a cop-out answer, but it's like, you know, you just, you know, you can make a decent amount of money each night hosting live trivia. You just do it a couple of hours a night. I I think that I would have had to find a way to get into some sort of entrepreneurial thing where I was, you know, doing things on my own terms, you know, like I like, I like landscaping and I like to build things and I I really get into that, but I just don't know that I would like that as a job. I like, I like gardening and I like doing fun things in my own yard. I love cutting my grass, but if I was cutting grass for a living, I don't know that I would like it. Um, 
but I, I think that I, that's what I would have done. I would have found a way to make money just kind of a hustle like that. Uh, and, you know, I, I worked for a company and they, you know, they charged the, the bar a certain amount of money and they kept half and they gave me half. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, that's what I would do. I would, when, on the gigs I did, I would keep all the money and then I would probably branch out and get other hosts. I mean, as I'm saying this to you, I'm like, what am I even doing with comedy? Let's get into <laughs> I was just going to say, like, you seem to set up a nice little backup plan for yourself just in case. Yeah. Well, I'm always thinking. Absolutely. I don't like to be tied down to anything. I mean, comedy's <laughs> going well, but I don't like people telling me what to do. So I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Have you think your comedy now, Dusty, thinking back now, before even before Netflix even was involved, before the stand-ups and all of that, how has your comedy style changed? At, or has it? Has it changed from hitting the stage when you first started to, to now having the special and being on the road as much as you are? Has it changed? I think the main thing that's changed is my, my energy. I don't know that my pacing is so much different, but when I watch older clips of myself, my delivery was so slow. I mean, that was my whole thing. I, I mean, I was basically, you know, I was basically doing a slower version of Mitch Hedberg. Mm -hmm. I had short jokes and I was very slow paced. And so like pace wise, I've tried to keep the same pace where I'm like, you know, do the joke and you let it set in and you, but I, but my speed overall has picked up. And I would say that's the main difference okay. is, you know, I've just become more confident with it. And, and it's like when I was featuring or when I was, uh, you know, just doing showcases, it's okay to do a really slow five minutes. But when you're doing an hour, I do think there is a bit of a requirement of the audience to bring some energy. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Stephen Wright has managed to, uh, to, to be brilliant with being slow paced and doing an hour, but not everybody can do it. Well, I think you've mastered the pace, too. The Netflix special is fantastic. Everybody check it out. Again, it's called Working Man. Uh, it's in the top five when it comes to uh, most viewed right now on Netflix. Obviously, it's trending. It's a great thing. You will have a good time. Guarantee there. Uh, Dusty, one more question. I know you have to go, but one con one more question. Um, now that you have the, 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 the checklist when it comes to the Netflix special, obviously, you're always working, always touring, always doing more. But do you have anything on your comedy bucket list? Maybe there's a possible venue or somewhere that you something that you want to do on your comedy bucket list that you haven't yet that you're kind of putting your sights on? Honestly, I feel so satisfied with what I've done that um, I just want to, you know, keep doing shows and writing new jokes and, and I want to be selling them out. Obviously sell, sold out shows are always the most fun. Sure. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I can't think of any venue. I mean, once in a while I come across a venue and I go, wow, this is great. I'm really glad I did this, but you know, I am personally satisfied with what i'm doing and i just um i enjoy the work and uh, i just want to keep doing what i'm doing have you ever done any kind of world tour have you ever gone overseas for anything nah but i'm not i'm not too crazy about leaving the country okay I, you know i'm sure i'm sure i will at some point sure but, you know i've always been a bit of a homebody and uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm right with you, you. Know. I, I get it i get it <laughs> Even my wife's Canadian, and sometimes we'll go to Canada, and I'm like, I love going there, but I'm like, ah, a lot of this stuff is in French, and <laughs> I'm confused about the dollar exchange, and, you know, I, I like being home. Sure, sure. Well, home likes to have you, and I don't know if, they'd, uh, if the trailer park uh, references would go overseas. <laughs> well, that's true. That might uh, be a thing. I learned that. I used to have a lot of Marlboro jokes, and I learned that, uh, <laughs> yeah, in Canada, they don't have Marlboro, so they don't get it. 
So there you go. Part of the part of the deal is just learning the the tried and true of what's going to work for you. Dusty, again, thank you so much for the time. Congratulations on all success. Thank you for keep coming back to the uh, the Hits ninety six to talk about your comedy. We will go see you for the night shift tour when we can. That's again closest will be March in Atlanta, and then we'll make sure to check out the special Working Man right now on Netflix. Dusty, thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me. And there he is, Dusty Slay, comedian. Make sure you check him out, DustySlay.com, for all the details. This is a great guy. I want to thank Dusty for taking some time to talk with me. A couple different times now he's been on. Every time he comes through Chattanooga, he chimes in here on Hits 96, and it's always a pleasure to have him. If you have an opportunity to see him in March when he is in Atlanta, don't walk, run. Very funny guy, and make sure you check out his Netflix special. Again, it's called Working Man. Also, a big thank you to Journey Hemp for representing us and being our proud sponsor. We'll see you guys next week right here on Hey, What's Up, Hello. This has been Hey, What's Up, Hello, the Hits 96 podcast with DJ Kevin Hayes and Gino D. Make sure to follow us on all social media and to like and subscribe. Please note that the views, opinions, and content expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views, opinions, or policies of Bayhackle Communications. 